Hello and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and as ever I'm joined by my co-host Tom Walker. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Thanks again for listening last week guys. Once again we had lots of new listeners which is amazing. So big thank you uh, to everyone who tuned in for the first time last week and of course everyone who subscribes and listens to us on a regular basis. Absolutely. More the merrier. Keep it coming, guys. Hopefully we can reward you with some profit this week. Hopefully so. As we have had quite an influx of new listeners recently, I just want to give a quick overview of what the show is all about. We're the Football Betting Podcast, as you've probably gathered by now. What we want to do is give you our tips, insight, general football chat and news that will hopefully inform your weekend football accumulators and uh, help you to win a bit of profit as Tom just said um, you can either follow our tips or just use our, our insight and then build your own accumulators whatever works for you really yeah absolutely we throw in a few of the little bonuses banana skins who to avoid uh, you know we, we do our research so you don't have to as well so yeah great chance to build an opportunity to win some profit at the weekend no matter what method you use exactly um, on this week's show, then, we've got the international break. Bore me. But thankfully, like a knight in shining armour, there's a bit of League One and uh, a full fixture list in League Two. So no Premier League for this weekend and no Championship, unfortunately. Um, so what we'll do, we'll go through the Thursday, Friday and Saturday internationals because the odds aren't available for anything beyond that any- at the moment. Uh, and then we'll look at League One, and then we'll look at League Two, and give you the bomb-proof trebles as usual. Speaking of bomb-proof trebles, uh, we'll go through last week's, as we always do, rain or shine. Yeah. A little bit of rain last weekend, unfortunately. Jeez. I went, I went through the mill. A little bit I went of rain. Through the mill. I, I, um, I had a, a Texan-style flood. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you were. You know, you've had better weeks. For me, second week in a row that I've been cost by one team. Uh, For those of you that weren't following the results or Exeter's result in particular, they were 2-0 down away at Cheltenham, 12 minutes. I was blowing up. If Tom Tom Pipkin's phone must have had about 100 messages. (laughs) But to be fair to you, you said if anyone's going to go behind on my accumulated on my treble you you'd want it to be exeter you said yeah, definitely um they got good character about and scored plenty of goals great away record and it showed they came back from 2-0 down and won 4-3 in the end so yeah and um wigan cruising well cruising they were 1-0 but uh, i was following the the match commentary not much danger and then out of nowhere red card equalizer for portsmouth and there you go, draw. So, bit of a nightmare in the end. Uh, Exeter pulled through for me and Portsmouth scuppered me. Wigan let me down. So, yeah, not not ideal. And that's, like I said, two weeks, two one teams costing me results. So, on to this week. Yeah, on to bigger and better things this week. And definitely, we've got a, we've got a big bomb-proof treble coming up for you uh, later on in the show. A joint one. So, Keep on listening out for that one. But uh, first, let's go into the international break. If anybody even cares about it. It just ruins momentum, doesn't it? It does. The Premier League has proper got going. The transfer window, which is to most football fans more exciting than the actual sport of football. (laughs) Um, 
that's you know gathering pace towards deadline day and yep. I don't know you just don't you just don't want it now like I understand no. it has to be played of course it does but just not now everyone's in domestic mode it's yeah. just not it's just not okay so it's not okay we've only played what four or five games of the season it's it's really early on into the season especially if your team's doing well you don't want to lose that momentum that the international break will uh, give you that disruption won't it and It'll break things up when you probably don't want it to. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, not ideal, but we'll uh, we'll try and make a dessert out of a turd. So, <laughs> yeah, here we go. So, um, the international fixtures, and they run from Thursday to Tuesday this week. Um, as I previously said, we'll be looking at Thursday to Saturday's games because the odds aren't available for anything beyond Saturday at the moment. Yeah, we we've looked at odds. And do you know what? There's an accumulator to be had. Oh, there there are bets definitely. you can actually bet on. Yeah. That's not ridiculous. Yeah. Nothing ridiculous is going to be on this accumulator or um, on any of our tips. Not like the 1-80 to 80 that you can get on Switzerland to beat Andorra. Or 125-1 to 1 for the Andorra upset. Ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not, none of that win 20p stuff. If we did win you 20p, we, we would really appreciate a five-star iTunes review, yeah. obviously. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the games that we actually think that you can bet on and get a reasonable price on. Yep, uh, I'll start us off then with Sweden for me. Uh, it surprised me actually, because I don't tend to pay too much attention to the other groups other than England's. Uh, and I, it surprised me to see that they were top of their group currently ahead of France on, on goal difference. They're playing away to Bulgaria this Thursday, and they're 4-5. to five. Ah, OK. Bulgaria, they're not really what they used to be, are they? Can no. you name any players? No, I could not give you a single oh. one. Now, now you haven't got your Berbatovs, etc. And Stylian, Martin Petrov, Svetoslav Todorov. I think the only one I can name is probably Alexander Tonev. And he used to play for Villa a couple of seasons ago. He used to cut in and shoot uh, from ridiculous angles and distances. Uh, terrible player. <laughs> Did they ever go in? Cause I don't remember him. <laughs> I, I, no, I, pro- I reckon he scored one, maybe, <laughs> if that. Bulgaria, however, did they actually lost 2-1 in their last game to Belarus, uh, which is Belarus's only win. However, that was back in June, so it's a little bit difficult to rely on form when yeah. games... Are so few and far between. I would also like to add um, to this that Sweden beat Bulgaria in the reverse fixture back in October, a comfortable 3-0 win. So there is form behind this uh, Sweden team. So if you look at Bulgaria's last home games, okay, they have beat the Netherlands 2-0. They've beat Belarus 1-0. However, this is where it gets a little bit ropey. They beat Luxembourg, Luxembourg, who are an absolute farce on the international <laughs> stage. They beat them 4-3. Jesus that's probably, Christ. That's, that is scary as hell. They also fell to Norway at home. So, you know, although the last couple of home games were promising, uh, they definitely can throw in a nightmare result. Yeah, Definitely seems that way from their uh, past results. And we do have to remember that Netherlands aren't really the uh, international force that they were a few years back. So whilst 2-0 is good against them, it's not what it was. So 
don't get caught up on Netherlands being a great team anymore because they're not. On to the Netherlands. I believe you have a tip against them. I do. The Netherlands are away. Uh, they're playing France. So France are obviously the favourites. They're three to five. Um, France won the reverse fixture one nil, and that was away from home. And I don't say I'd say the only note of caution here is that. Netherlands won their last two fixtures 5-0 um, and that was against Luxembourg who as Tom said are a farce so nothing special there and then the Ivory Coast which surprised me because the Ivory Coast are not a bad football inside yeah pretty decent um, forget Netherlands uh, you know they're a shadow they used to be look at France's squad depth oh Jesus it's, it's mouth watering it really is they could dominate international football for the next 10 years plus no, no problem I'm so Mbappe jealous. in 10 years is going to be 28 put it that Jesus way Jesus Christ that makes me feel so, so old I know so uh, <laughs> yeah they're, they're really really looking in a, a strong position for a long time so 3 yeah. to 5 is a decent price I think yeah so France they've uh, got a production line of talent that even uh, old Henry Ford would be proud of haven't, <laughs> haven't they <You're> <laughs> they just on. keep coming you're spot on. I've got a little tip. Um, yep. It's not the best price in the world, but Bosnia, they're at home to Cyprus. So, Bosnia priced at 1-2. to two. Bosnia are third, Cyprus fourth in the group. Bosnia won 2-0 in a reverse fixture and 3-2 exactly a year ago in Cyprus in a friendly. So, the omens are good. Edin Dzeko, always good for a goal, reborn since his move to Roma. Uh, I think that could be, yeah, that could be a very solid result. So I'm just looking at the group here. Bosnia, as we said, third in the group. Cyprus, fourth in the group. There's four points that separate the sides. Bosnia are on 11 points. Cyprus are on seven points. Bosnia, goal difference of plus eight. Cyprus, a goal difference of minus four. They've only scored five goals all campaign. So um, even though there's only one place separating them in the group, Bosnia is certainly... Looking up, they're only one point off the playoff spot, and uh, Cyprus at a five, so they're closer to the to the bottom feeders in that group than the top. So I think, yeah, yeah Bosnia to me is it looks like a good tip, Tom. Absolutely. I also have one more from the Thursday games, and that's Greece at home to Estonia. Greece, as we say, in the same group as Bosnia, uh, they're unbeaten second in the group. Estonia are fifth out of sixth, and they've got a shocking minus 12 goal difference. Greece are 4-9 to nine to win this game, but I think it's well worth looking into the handicap market. Um, you can get minus 1 at 11-8, to eight, and you can get minus 2 if you're feeling a little bit more adventurous at 4-1. to one. Estonia have got a minus 12 goal difference. They've, they've won 1, drawn 1 and lost 4, conceded 17. Greece, on the other hand, they've only conceded three goals, scored ten. So they, you know they've never been the most prolific, high-scoring side. But won three, drawn three, lost none. I think they're great value in the handicap market to uh, score a couple past Estonia. Oh yeah, Estonia are missing Mark Poom, aren't they? <laughs> Mark Poom, what an absolute guy. Hated Derby, obviously, always have. But Mark Poom, great goalie. So yeah. Missing Mark Poon with that goal difference. How old is Mark? Is he retired, Mark Poon? Mate, are you joking? He's so old. Is he? I'm going to Google it right now. He's the oldest guy. 
you know, he's, uh, a, he's a goalkeeper. He might. <laughs> mate, he's 45. Jesus at the Christ. He retired in 2009. You're, you're way, way, wow. way off. Wow. Yeah. Just geez. eight years yeah. uh, uh, date there. Mark Poom won the Estonian Football of the Year awards a record six times. Yes, go on, Mark. So, yeah, great player. Love that. Anyway, let's move on to Friday, shall we? Uh, where, again, we've both got a few more tips for the games. I'll start with what I think is a, a great value tip, and that's Montenegro away at Kazakhstan, and they're 4-6. to six. So Montenegro won the reverse fixture 5-0, and I've got a feeling you like this one as well, don't you, Tom? Oh, yeah, I agree with this. For me, it's probably the value bet of the day. I know it's not the biggest returns, yep. but Montenegro against FC Borat is, for me, <laughs> an, an absolute certainty. Really fancy Montenegro. Uh, they're second in the group, 10 points. Kazakhstan, bottom with two points. They're no, they're no hopers, pretty much. In my notes here, it just says Borat. That's what I wrote down when I thought about <laughs> Kazakhstan football. It's not great, and in the group so far, they are yet to really kick off. As I said, they are bottom. Played six, won none, drew two, lost four, scored four, led in 16. Goal difference, minus 12, points, two. Oh, dear. No hopers. And Montenegro, second. Like, I think that's a good price. Yeah, as uh, Borat would say, it's a very nice price. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that would be a really good uh, value bet. Although it isn't the highest returns. No, again, um, I always think with these internationals, it's definitely worth looking into the handicap markets. So definitely at least minus one, because you do often find that teams, the favourites especially, win by multiple goals. Yeah. Another one from me, and that's Germany away at the Czech Republic. Uh, Germany are one to two, but the value, again, is definitely in the handicap market. And you can get minus one on the handicap at 13 to 10. And I say this because Germany are the only side in qualifying with a 100% record. So they've played six, won six, 18 points. They've scored a massive 27 in their six games. They've only conceded one. And every single one of their qualifiers so far has been at least minus one on the handicap. So they've won all of their games by two goals or more so far. And... I can see no reason why that's not going to continue this weekend. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, Germany running riot. Czech Republic, no pushovers, but Germany will will win that for sure. Uh, Following on from that, I'm going to go for Romania at home to Armenia. Four to nine, so that's around the one to two kind of area. So again, not great returns, but you put a couple of these in with, you know, uh, someone with value adds up. Romania actually beat Chile 3-2 in June. So, you know, we all hold Chile in quite high regard. Confederations Cup, great example. Uh, they put on a real show there. Looked look like they really, really wanted to win it. Romania managed to beat them, though, 3-2, with the cheeky girls up front. So <laughs> hopefully they're on form again. But, yeah, I, I fancy Romania there. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. I think the the Chile result is really impressive. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. You threw me with the cheeky comment there. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
best, best strike duo you've seen since Shearer and Sutton, mate. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Another one for Saturday, which is good odds, but a little bit of a risk. And that's Poland away at Denmark. You can get Poland at just over 2-1, to one, which when you look at the group and you see that they're currently top, played 6, won 5 and drawn the 1, so 16 points. Denmark are in 3rd, they're on 10 points. I think 2-1 to one is, is good value really. Denmark, obviously they're, they're not terrible, they've not got a bad home record, but it's one of them prices isn't it where if you don't have it, you can see Poland comfortably winning 2-0, then you think, well, you kick yourself for not having it, don't you? Yeah, they've got goals in them as well. Milik, Lewandowski, obviously, a couple of exciting wingers. Yeah, uh, Poland, team on the up, the country on the up, and uh, I expect them to, to beat Denmark. As you said, Not it's not going to be you know 5-6, but yeah, I can see them winning. Next, then, we've got England. And they're away at the mighty Malta, and they're one to twenty-five. So it's it's absolutely pointless. No value in England whatsoever. I wouldn't even bother. Especially when we're calling up people like no disrespect, Nathaniel Shalaber has done absolutely sweet FA Premier League level. Finds himself in the England squad. If he gets a run out, then then one to twenty-five. Ridiculous. Move on. Yeah, well, we're going to move on into a new little section, which is going to be a bit of trivia. Oh, no. You've caught me off guard here, mate. I, uh, <laughs> we, we didn't discuss this trivia. What's going on? Right, so I'm going to ask you... I've got two questions here uh, to test your knowledge. <laughs> okay. What I'm going to do, let me ask the question. Yeah. Then don't answer straight away. Just give it a few seconds pause. So then the profit yeah. chasers can either pause the podcast... Uh, and have a go themselves before we give away the answer. So the first question is, can you guess the capacity of the Maltese National Stadium? Oh, man. It's a national stadium. Dun, so I'm, I'm dun, not going to be lured dun, into the fact dun, that, they're, uh, dun, dun. that it's going to be like 2,000. I reckon you're looking at 30. No, lower. 25? No, lower still. 15. Ooh, 17,797. So, Jesus, that's tiny, stadium. isn't it? Yeah. Obviously a diddly little country. So Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just thought, you know, I thought you were going to say something ridiculous. I thought, you know, I was trying to be clever. But yeah. 17,000, wow, that is small. Yeah. Uh, so you can see why it's such an event when these countries obviously play at somewhere like Wembley that's got what, 90,000? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So the the National Stadium has got a capacity of 17,797. And there are only three teams in the Premier League and Championship that have got lower capacities than that. Can you name those three teams? <laughs> <laughs> Bournemouth. Yep. Oh, good start. Good start. Good start. Um, Burton, obviously. Yep, yep, definitely. Last one's One a bit more. tricky. Last one's a bit tricky. I'm, oh, I'm going to say Brentford. Yeah. 
have you been, look at that. Have you been I Googling have made that? myself sound so knowledgeable in front of thousands of people all across the world. <laughs> to be, yeah. I am so buzzing right now. I'm going to uh, take it that you didn't Google that and you did just no, know that. No, but, no, yeah. Just straight off the cuff and for the profit chasers, just to, uh, just to let you know, by the way, we did not discuss this. We did not discuss this. He's just chucked out a bit of trivia at me. Well, you'll gotta, think twice next time, Mr. Pipkin. Just got to keep keep you on your toes, I know. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, fully on my toes, mate. Oh, I'm buzzing. I got them. Yeah, well done. I'm, I'm impressed, mate. Good knowledge there. Cheers. Um, so, let's see if I can transform that knowledge into some tips. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, quite so. an obvious one to start off the Saturday internationals. I'm going to tip Israel. Uh, they're at home to Macedonia. Yep. Uh, they are four to seven. So, you know, you're not, again, you're not making tons. But Israel, they are sat in fourth, joint third. And they are a position above Macedonia. They're in fourth. But there is six points separating them. So I fancy Israel to get that victory. One thing I do fancy, I think this is really, really good value, actually. I want to talk about the Republic of Ireland. Yeah, okay. talk to me. They're, they're away at Georgia. Okay. Okay. So the Republic of Ireland, obviously, they're looking to qualify just as they did with the Euros. They made a great, great spectacle. I think they won like supporters of the tournament, which was just deserved. Yeah. They're joint top, actually, Ireland. Uh, Serbia are ahead of them by two goals on goal difference, but they are joint top. And... Just to let everyone know, top qualifies automatically. There's nine groups. So the best eight second place teams will go into playoffs. Okay, so it's only the top two that really get a stab at it from Europe, obviously, because yeah. uh, World Cup has to incorporate more than just Europe. And yeah, you can get the Republic of Ireland away at Georgia. So Georgia, second to bottom, haven't won a game. Played six, drew three, lost three. Okay, the price actually is surprising: eight to eleven for yeah. Ireland. Pretty good, that I think. Pretty what do you good. think to that? I think yeah. that's pretty pretty decent. Unless I'm missing something, no. I think that looks all right. To no. be honest, yeah, Ireland have big John Walters leading the line. So, yeah. what can go Burnley. wrong? Burnley wet dream. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Sticking with the home nations and their friends, Wales. So let's talk about Wales. Yep, They're at home to Austria. So this is a really, really, really big game. They need a win because Wales have drawn their last five games. Yeah, they've uh, proved themselves to be somewhat draw merchants, haven't they? Based on their recent results, you would initially be inclined to say draw. But, as you said, they need to win this game. and They're four points behind Ireland and Serbia. If results go as we expect, Ireland will beat Georgia and Serbia will beat Moldova. So if Wales drew that game against Austria, that would put them a mammoth six points behind with, what, three games left to play? Yeah, this, this is do or die definitely, for me. Definitely. Because I'm pretty sure the other two are going to get wins. So yeah. Austria, not an easy nut to crack, um, but you know, purely because Wales are at home and because there's a lot of urgency, I really fancy Wales to do a bit. 
Yeah, I agree. You can get Wells at six to five as well, so um, it could turn out to be a very good price. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so um, I think unless you've got anything else, that pretty much wraps up the internationals for me. Yes, I think we uh, sucked out the best of a uh, of an awkward situation. Yeah, <laughs> so, I agree. Yeah, on to the absolute joy of working man nitty gritty. <laughs> League One, Hoofball League Two. Yes. So happy. What so, a saviour. League One. Um, before we go into any odds, just want to say uh, something I noticed uh, whilst we're doing our research is that the lowest odds that you can get on any team this weekend in League One and in League Two is evens, which shows you how tight and unpredictable the start to the season has been. Yeah. I mean, you can look at this either way. So you can say every game is going to be hard to call and you can be negative Nigel yeah. or you can be positive Polly and say <laughs> that if you manage to pick out a treble or a fourfold or even a fivefold, your returns are going to be great. Oh, if you picked out a fivefold, it would be bloody astronomical. Or if anyone picks out anything... Absolutely anything, even if you don't back our bomb-proof trebles and it involves predominantly League One teams, tweet us. I want to see it. Yeah, 100%. Because you, Mr. or Mrs., are performing witchcraft. <laughs> if, you could, if, if you can get a four-fold or, four or a five-fold out of that, oh, you've yeah. done wonders. Wigan are now the bookies' favourites to win the league. They're 3-1 to one after their good start. Blackburn, early season favorite, well, pre-season favourites, should I say? They're now seven to two, uh, and currently there's Peterborough, who have won four out of four. They're ten to one. Just goes to show them that no one knows what's happening. No, nope. <laughs> no one has a clue. Yeah, I mean, you can get great odds if you back someone like a Peterborough, but obviously it's so early; it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard to tell still. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, big chance for the teams at the top uh, to put a bit of pressure on as well because, obviously, Wigan not playing this weekend uh, because they've got players on international duties such as the infamous Will Grigg. <laughs> Will he be on fire? Will he? Now, I don't know where you got that news from, Tom, because I heard that, that they've been banned for costing the bomb-proof treble last weekend. <laughs> They're spot on. <laughs> if I could ban a team, it would be Wigan right now. <laughs> Wigan and Bristol City would not be participating in football anymore. No, absolutely not. Well, absolutely. Unfortunately, we can't do that. But yeah, no Wigan this weekend because of international duty, as Tom says. My first tip, though, for the games that are on is Blackpool. And they're at home to AFC Wimbledon and they're 13-10. to 10. Uh, Blackpool have won two out of two so far at home this season. AFC Wimbledon yet to win away. Blackpool currently just outside the playoffs in 8th and AFC down in 16th. So I think Blackpool a good value there. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd go for the Tangerines. Now, I want to take you back to school. Okay. <laughs> there was always, <laughs> rightly or wrongly, we're, and as the Football Betting Podcast, we do not uh, <laughs> advertise that bullying is funny or <laughs> approved. However... There was always that one kid that was bullied at school. Always. This time, this season, it's everyone pick on Oldham season. <laughs> I'm going to bully them and pick on them every week. 
for me, absolute certainties to go down. Certainties. Yeah, in that way. We predicted it in our uh, pre-season special that we did that we'd be down. They'd be down there, and they have duly delivered with four straight defeats. Yeah. So yeah, everyone pick on Oldham. They've got a very tough game. They've got Charlton. Charlton are eleven to ten away at Oldham. Charlton sat in fourth actually. Yeah, say so they've uh, slipped under the radar a bit, haven't they, Charlton? I've not looked at Charlton when we've been doing our research for previous weeks' podcasts and and thought, oh yeah, I really fancy Charlton this week. But no, they're up there doing well. Yeah, I think it's because just one of those clubs that no one hates them, no one really cares. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Yeah. But let me just read out Oldham's results. So we'll go from opening day. Some of them are against tough sides, I I admit, but I'll just read out the results. Oldham nil, Oxford 2. Carabao Cup, Oldham 2, <laughs> Burton 3. Can I just stop you for a second? What? You sound like you're doing the, your best audition for the person who reads out all the scores at the... At the end of the 3pm kickoff. Football League 1. <laughs> Oldham nil, Oxford United 2. Carabao Cup first round. Oldham 2, Burton 3. Football League 1. Walsall 2, Oldham 1. Football League 1. Oldham nil, Wigan 2. Football League 1. Blackpool 2, Oldham 1. Football League trophy group stage. Oldham nil, Port Vale nil, Port Vale win 4-2 on penalties. So, yeah, there's a career there for you, mate. <laughs> there's a career there for me. <laughs> what I'm saying is, basically, Oldham are on the worst run imaginable. Probably the worst run in the Football League, uh, arguably, even though they're not bottom. But whatever, Charlton are going to win. Yeah, I can definitely see that one, 100%. Well, let's talk about surprise packages. At the top of the league. Yeah. Did you know, did you know, like a burglar in the back door, <laughs> Shrewsbury are in third position? I did, because I looked at the looked at the league table, but I, they're doing bloody well, aren't they? We, we I didn't have a clue. There. I didn't even know. I just assumed they were near the bottom. <laughs> no, definitely the surprise package of the season so far. They're away at Gillingham this weekend, who are... In fact, right down there, as we've predicted as well. The Shrewsbury are 31 to 20. The Shrews are unbeaten, so not lost at all. Third in the league. They've won three, drawn one of their four games, 10 points. So, yeah, Gillingham, 21st. No wins in four, two draws, two losses, two points. Up the Shrews. Up the Shrews. Another team who, not so much of a surprise package, but has done better than people expected, I imagine. And that's Peterborough. So four wins out of four for Peterborough. And again, they're great odds. They're 21 to 10, so just over 2 to 1. They're away at Doncaster. And you might think, oh, Doncaster, tough game though there. Perhaps justifying 2 to 1. But if you look into Doncaster's recent results, they've played two times at home and they've drawn both of those games. And that was against Gillingham and Blackpool, so they've hardly got a formidable home record. Oh, yeah, and you, you let everyone know the great value on them last week as well. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if anyone anyone got on that, I think it was a 2-1, to one, was it? Two, just over 2-1 to one away at Northampton. Yeah, so Northampton, bottom of the league, 
Tommy P picked it out. Looks like he's going to do it again. Doncaster, they look all right away from home. They've beaten Blackburn and Bradford. But yeah, as you said, not so good at home. No, get those uh, jitters at the keep moat. Finally, for me then in League One, before we move on to League Two, I've got the Sunday match down as a Portsmouth home victory. They're playing Rotherham, who are really struggling after their relegation from the Championship. Portsmouth are 11-10. to 10. Nice. Yeah, I fancy that. Portsmouth, eh, I don't know. I think everyone expects a bit more than they should. They should remember they were a League 2 side last year, but uh, you got to fancy them, especially early, early on. Fratton Park crowd will be right behind them. So I can see where you're coming from. Yep. Uh, do you remember our £20 bet, I think it was, at the end of last season on Rotherham? You could hear a pin drop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just now, yes. Yeah, you've reminded me because I did forget. It's still early. I believe we bet on them to finish top or bottom half. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I said they'd finish bottom half. You laughed at me and said, don't be ridiculous. They'll be up there top half at least. <laughs> It's not looking good for me right now, but uh, <laughs> I, you've always had this problem. You've always had this problem. You think the season ends in August? Yeah, you think Forest are going to get Forrest, promoted? Forrest you think? Playoffs. Yeah, That's you it. think Rotherham are going down or whatever? <laughs> uh, I think you, Huddersfield are going to win the league. You think it <laughs> ends in August? There's a long way to go yet, Sunshine. Yeah, well, we'll see, but it's certainly not started well for you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Anyway, let's move on to what was once the best league in the world. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't even want to. Don't even want to look at League Two. I'm that pissed off with it. I'm, I'm no. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I think you'd have more chance of winning a League Two accumulator this season by picking teams out of a hat as opposed to actually doing your research <laughs> because it's just gone absolutely, absolutely out the window so far. <laughs> Well, mate, it was that crazy. Yeovil even kept a clean sheet at the weekend. <laughs> now you know the world's gone mad. It is, it is officially it, mad. <laughs> I mean, we we really, really capitalised on some wonderful prices, some great runs of form in League Two last season. But it's a it's a struggle, isn't it? it is this year, it is a struggle. And again, there are a, there are a couple though. There yeah. are a couple that we can that we can go through for the profit chasers. So it's a big weekend in League Two, actually. You've got first against second. Exeter City, currently top of the league. I touched on the fact that they had that remarkable comeback away at Cheltenham. Surprisingly enough, Newport County sat in second. And yeah. You think you think there there may be a bit of history there? Yeah. Well, I think perhaps Newport are going to follow the same path that Leicester did when obviously Leicester had a great escape in the Premier League with uh, Nigel Pearson season after that Ranieri comes in they win the title last season in League 2 Newport had the great escape this season again using all that momentum up there in second place in the automatic promotion spots obviously early days but the signs are looking good yeah they are personally I'm going to wear Pop your promotion balloon. I'm going to say that these two teams have got off to great starts, there's no doubt about it. But Exeter will be there at the end of the season in the top eight or so, top yeah. nine, something like that. Newport, I'd be very surprised if they were there. I don't think they'll have the same problems as last year, but 
I'd be very surprised if he finished second. Yeah, uh, prices too. you can get Exeter five to four. The draw is five to two, and Newport are twenty-one to ten. Uh, I'd probably go down the route of Exeter if I had to bet on someone. I think yeah, I, I probably wouldn't want to touch it because both teams are unbeaten. But yeah, Exeter. If I was pushed to pick, I'd yeah, I'd probably go with Exeter. They'll be on cloud nine after that turnaround. Oh around. yeah, absolutely. Um, another one for me is uh, Wickham. I think they're they're probably my most certain um, League Two bet for this weekend. And they're at home to Forest Green Rovers and they're at Evens. Um, Wickham doing all right. They're in eighth position at the moment. Always goals with Wickham. They've uh, scored 10 and conceded 10 so far in their four games. So, you know, you know where problems lie there. But Forest Green, uh, they're in 19th. They've conceded 12, so they've also got problems at the back. I think Wickham will win this one, definitely. And I'd probably say you can get Wickham win both teams to score. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd say so as well. Akin Fenwa. On fire so far this season, four and four for the beast. His beast uh, mode's reached another level, hasn't it? Beast mode is so on. It is, yeah, uh, yeah, four and four for for the beast. So uh, yeah, a little bit too much for Forest Green, I think. Forest Green have conceded twelve goals already, so I think uh, Wickham are going to run riot a little bit there. One more from me, and I'm a bit surprised that. I don't think I've ever said this before, but I actually want to tip Crew. Crew. Oh, okay. This is a team that we both thought would probably be down there, as they have been for season after season, it seems. Because whenever I think of Crew, no disrespect, I, I just think, meh, just, just a, bit, a bit shit. But um, yeah. they started this season really well. They're in fourth. They're unbeaten in four. Um, one, two, drawn two. And they're playing Grimsby. Uh, Grimsby are 22nd, 1-1, lost three, with three points on the board. So yeah, crew are a pretty big price, really. They're 19 to 10. And I know you've got a, a little stat for the profit chases, haven't you, about Grimsby, which doesn't bode well <laughs> for them. It's hilarious as well. It's the funniest stat you'll hear ever. Grimsby Town have had a red card in every game they've played this season, including <laughs> all cup competitions. <laughs> it's <laughs> shocking. It is so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Terrible. It's like six games with the cups and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, so huge problems at Grimsby. They're sat, sat third from bottom. Uh, so, you know, huge discipline problem that probably goes beyond bad tackles and last man. Yeah, uh, pull downs is probably a, just a, a bad culture there. Yeah, uh, you're gonna get your gonna get your boys' crew against a maximum of ten men. It seems so. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a scary but good shout. I want to ask you a question. I've I've got two that I'm toying with. They're both away. First of all, let's start off with Stevenage away at Cheltenham. So Stevenage, uh, they are third. So they they've got off to a good start. Cheltenham, second bottom, uh, obviously had that absolute collapse at the weekend. Yeah. What do you think to a Borough victory there? They are 6-4 to four, if you fancy it. To be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if they did win. But I, I just feel like every time I bet on Stevenage, I give them a kiss of death and they lose. So 
I wouldn't touch it personally, but I, I would, as I say, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they got a, a one nil, a two nil against a, a pretty poor Cheltenham side. Well, that's very unselfish of you yeah. to avoid them this yeah. weekend. I don't want to ruin people's hackers who do have them. That's that's very very commendable. <laughs> we'll move on to Notts County, uh, who had the chance to go top on Friday night but they conceded a 97th-minute equaliser. They go oh. away to Port Vale. Not sat in 7th, Port Vale down in 21st. What do you think to Notts's chances? I think they owe you one. They owe, they owe you a victory, don't they? I don't know if you want to tell the profit chasers about yeah, your uh, so little nightmare. Yeah, so obviously as well as being a you know podcast recorder and I share my bets with, with you guys, the listeners, Obviously, I have my own as well that I don't really share. And Knott's actually cost me that 97th minute goal. Actually cost me, it wasn't a lot, about 60 quid. But still, raging. Absolutely <laughs> raging. And he was raging. Mate, I was fuming. So, uh, yeah. I mean, Knott's beat Wickham away, which is not easy. Uh, they've got plenty of goals in them. George Grant. Uh, looks absolutely exceptional at this level. Yeah, he does. Um, so, yeah, you fancy knots or just a little bit too scared? No, to be honest, Port Vale have shown me no reason why I should back them. It's true. At it's all. true. <laughs> so, it's true. I don't think knots is, is a bad shot at all. Yeah, I mean, you can get County. They're at six to four, so it's quite a quite an enticing little price there. Yeah, there are lots of goals in this county side, as you said. So I certainly think to score four away at Wickham is impressive. Um, so if they can score four there, I certainly think they can score a good couple of goals at Port Vale. Yeah, absolutely. Any more from you? I, I think that's it from myself. Um, yeah, that's it from me as well, mate, to be honest. Let's uh, move on, shall we, to the old bombproof Jebels? Absolutely. So... For the new listeners, I'm just going to let everyone know what the Bombproof Troubles are. So this is the part of the show that we do every week, where me and Tom scour what's available, and we pick out our top treble. At the end of the season, we total up how much we made as a show, as a pair. We also go head-to-head, so a little bit of healthy competition there. Just to let everyone know, uh, who don't know, last season we started the podcast in February. So just over halfway of the season gone. We won over £500 worth of profit. So we're hoping this season we can easily clear the £1,000 mark. That would be fantastic. So this week, because there's no Premier League, no Championship, we have decided to do a joint bomb-proof treble. We have. It's uh, strange, but very nice, isn't it? You know, we'll... Joining forces for the good of the profit chasers for once. Joining forces, we've got we've got different styles, so let let's bring let's bring them together and uh, make sweet music. Absolutely. Um, so our bombproof treble, our special joint bombproof treble, is going to be Wickham at home to Forest Green Rovers and their evens. That was my pick. Then we've got Charlton away at Oldham. They're eleven to ten, which was uh, Tom's pick. Then our joint pick is Blackpool. At home to Wimbledon, and they're thirteen to ten. And obviously, we touched on the fact that the lowest price you could get was evens uh, for any team in League One or Two. So, unsurprisingly, the ten pounds that we usually stake 
is going to raise 99. Yeah, big price, big, big profits this weekend. And I'm pretty confident in that treble, to be honest. We're oh, on, yeah. We're owed a bit of luck, aren't we, after the last couple of weeks? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've come so close. We won on opening day, and then the last two weeks, I've come so close. A nil-nil and a one-all. So, you know, my teams haven't lost, which is crucial. So, yeah, we're, we're getting there. And uh, hopefully this weekend we combine forces and, uh, yeah, bring you some profit. Definitely. So, that's pretty much it for the, the main part of the show. But if you do like listening to us and you perhaps made some money, we'd really appreciate it if you could go on iTunes and rate and review the podcast. And it doesn't have to be anything long. But, uh, yeah, we'd really appreciate that one to try and get us on the new and noteworthy list. And fantasy football as well. We've got the fantasy football at the moment, the podcast one. It's got about 19 people in it, I think, at the moment. You can get the league code on Twitter and on the website. Um, I just want to shout out to Yeti Tep FC, who is still top of the league. Uh, he's just got over 200 points, so he's pretty smashing it at the moment. I'm down an eighth. Tom's down in 11th, so we've got a bit of catching up to do. We have. We're sat comfortably in mid-table. No no ambition, no worries <laughs> of relegation. Just super comfy. Fair play to Yeti Tep. He is top. Uh, he is, his team, is, on paper, is vile. Oh, yeah. It hurts my eyes. He's got Chancel Mbemba in his team. Although, fair play, you know, he got nine yeah. points. Yeah. More than any of my players, I think, yeah. but... Still, like, who has that guy in there? <laughs> um, he must be a Newcastle fan because he's chucked Atsu in there as well. <laughs> he's chucked Mounier in there from Huddersfield. It's a really odd team. I don't know, quite know how it's top, but no. it is. It is, yeah, fair play. Uh, he must have a lot of budget left, I think. Um, and also, Boy. if you, Yeti Tep, if you're listening, can you please get in touch on Twitter and tell me the lottery numbers for the weekend because uh, <laughs> I'll be getting on them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, the Mbember thing has absolutely done me. Mystic Meg won't have Mbember in her team. <laughs> and uh, Yeti Tep FC, yeah, absolutely crushing me and you, so we can't laugh too much, but just just random, really yeah, random. Very random, but uh, no, long way to go yet. Yeah. We're, we're just lulling everybody else into a false sense of security, and then we'll uh, we'll push on. That's right, mate. Um, <laughs> remember, you can keep in touch with us. There are numerous ways to do that. The best way, the most 2017 way and the quickest way is on Twitter. We're on Twitter. Yep. It's at T underscore FB podcast. So, you know, we tweet out football news. We share opinions. We do polls. Uh, we tweet out bets as well if it's like a midweek or something like that. Yep. And we're not doing a show. Uh, so get at us. Follow us on there. Uh, we have a website, www.footballbettingpodcast.co.uk. Content is building, takes a lot longer than you think. You can also email us if you want to send us an email, footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. We're also on Facebook as well, so www.facebook.com slash footballbettingpodcast. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, I think that wraps everything up. Enjoy the international break, guys. Enjoy the smattering of League 1 and 2. If you back the bomb-proof treble, let us know. Let us know if you win any other bets by yourself as well on Twitter. And uh, most of all, thanks for listening. And we'll hopefully see you next time. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Let us know if you uh, 
win any bets this weekend, especially if it's a fivefold of League One teams. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Bye bye.